The old renaissance is the new renaissance. Standing on tradition while embracing the spirit of distinction. This is the Harlem Brewing Company. Uniquely crafted beer brewed to deliver a taste, a sound, and a feeling that can only be described in one way. Harlem style. So come and take a trip on the A-Train with our Harlem Sugar Hill Golden Ale and our Harlem Renaissance Whitney, the neighborhood original. Sponsored by Harlem Beer Distributing North Carolina. For more information, log on to their website at harlembeernc.com. The Greater Raleigh Sports Alliance is proud to support the sixth Box to Row countdown to kickoff, and we're excited to welcome head coaches from area colleges and universities to the capital city. We look forward to another fantastic season of HBCU football filled with great games, rivalries, pageantry, and unforgettable fall Saturdays. The Greater Raleigh Sports Alliance works with local partners to grow the sporting event industry in our area. The GRSA has an extensive track record of securing and hosting successful tournaments and championships, resulting in significant economic impact for the region and an enhanced quality of life for our residents. In 2022, Raleigh was named Sports Travel Best Host City. To learn more, follow us on Instagram and Twitter at RaleighNC Sports. Best of luck to all area HBCU football programs this season. Locked to the HBCU Football Daily Podcast for today, Monday, September 11th. I'm Donald Ware. It's Manic Monday on the HBCU Football Daily Podcast. And, I mean, first and foremost, we never uh, want to forget September 11th of 2001 uh, when the Twin Towers uh, were, uh, were attacked, burned to the ground, when the Pentagon was attacked, when there was... A, a plane that was hijacked uh, in Pennsylvania. Some heroic people on that plane uh, brought that plane down before it did any damage to the greater population um, in Pennsylvania. So we never forget those um, that were on the ground, those that assisted those in need. Um, Thank you for what you did. We never want to forget September 11th, 2001. One can't believe that's been uh, 22 years ago, 22 years ago um, today. Um, so week two in HBCU football saw some interesting games. And I'll say this with respect to the HBCU national games of the week on last week. Big time win for Jackson State over Southern. I mentioned um, in the preview that uh, quarter, the quarterback for Southern Harold Blood had to protect the football, and he threw a couple of interceptions in the game, was sacked five times. Jackson State put some pressure, unlike what Jackson State was able to do the week before against Florida A&M, who, by the way, Florida A&M's got a really, really good, is, is a really, really good football team. Um, and I think if, if the Rattlers can minimize mistakes as well, I think the Rattlers win uh, win the swag. Uh, and, I mean, if if the, if if – Florida A&M was participating in the playoffs this year. And I mean, that still could be a possibility. The SWAC is wide open. Um, I think, I think Florida A&M could definitely do uh, some damage, but a big win on the road by Jackson state 
there were, let's see, 22,856. Um, at there, uh, it was, the, it was uh, the Pete Richardson Classic there in Baton Rouge. And so a big win by Jackson State. And then the other game was North Carolina A&T and North Carolina Central. Uh, big victory for North Carolina Central. The defending champs are 2-0 and on this season. And I tell you what, Davius Richard, the quarterback, in the last two weeks, clearly the best player on the field. Now, you may look at his numbers. I don't have his numbers in front of me. But you may look at his numbers in, from the from a passing perspective. Um, he didn't turn the ball. I don't even think he threw an inter- He didn't throw an interception, nor did he throw a touchdown. And his numbers, he was efficient. I would say he was efficient in the ball game. But he ran. He had like 11 carries for 95 yards, two touchdowns on the ground. He could pretty much do what he wanted. And there was a, a particular pass, and I, I think it may have been McCall, uh, the receiver, where um, I, mean, I, I was right there on the near sideline. I mean, he dropped a dime to McCall. I mean, this guy can play, and I'm really interested in seeing what he can do next week as the defending HBCU champs travel out to L.A. to take on UCLA. I mean, I think it's an absolutely fantastic opportunity for North Carolina Central uh, to showcase its program. I think it's a tremendous opportunity for the MEAC. It's a tremendous opportunity for HBCUs as a whole. And think about this. It's a great um opportunity and you get paid for it. They get a guarantee for this game. So it's tremendous, but I'm really interested in seeing how Davius Richards going to fare against UCLA. So let's look at the scoreboard week two in HBCU football. Things kicked off on Thursday, big win for West Virginia state duplicated the score from last week in its game against Moorhead State, but this time came out on the other side with the victory, 37-35 to in this football game. Donovan Riddick, I've been talking to you about this guy, this quarterback, really, really good. He had three touchdowns um, in the ball game, had 299 yards of total offense, and more importantly for the Yellow Jackets, yes, tough loss last week against Moorhead State would have been great, but check this out. The Yellow Jackets begin the season 1-0 in Mountain East Conference play. And that's definitely uh, important for the Yellow Jackets. I think this is the year the Yellow Jackets can really, really compete. Looking at Saturday's games, Bluefield State, first loss of the season, falling to Emory and Henry, 37-14. It was Central State falling to Dayton, 62 to 24 in the Downies Classic down in Rocky Mount. Elizabeth City State defeated St. Augs 13 to nothing. South Carolina State now 0 3 on the season, falling to Georgia Tech 48 to 13. It was Howard all over Morehouse 65 to 19. The Bison get in the win column for the first time this year. Johnson C. Smith losing a Close game to Walsh, 14-9. First loss of the season for the Golden Bulls. Tuskegee, now 2-0 on the season. Also picks up an SIAC victory with the 36-10 victory over Kentucky State, who drops its first game of the season. Lincoln of Pennsylvania putting up 48 points 
against Post, defeating Post 48-32 to and uh, getting some really, Isaiah getting some really good quarterback play from Isaiah, the quarterback for Lincoln of Pennsylvania, and uh, Freeman, Isaiah Freeman. Look, that kid is good. He was a true freshman last year, had a solid season, going to raise his game and raising his game to another level as a sophomore. Virginia Lynchburg falling to Presbyterian, 48 to 17. It was Virginia Union over Shaw, 26 to 13. The Panthers now 2 and 0 on the season. The Bears drop to 0 and 2. Delaware State 0 and 2 on the season now after falling to Army, 57 to nothing. Bowie State loses a close one, its first of the season, falling to Davenport, 24 to 19. Fort Valley State gets in the win column, 40 to 17 over Clark Atlanta. Virginia State now 2-0 on the season, defeating Tusculum 21-17. That's a big win for Virginia State, the Virginia State program, as Dr. Henry Frazier and the Trojans uh, tried to, uh, it's an out-of-conference win, no doubt, but listen, you got to get some of those wins. Ask Virginia Union last year when Virginia Union uh, did not even play in the CIAA championship game, but because of uh, uh, some big out-of-conference wins, was able to get an at-large berth in the playoffs. Texas Southern falling to Toledo, 71-3. to Texas Southern stepping up in, uh, in play. Winston-Salem State falling to Ohio Dominican, 26-14. to It was Bethune-Cookman getting its first victory of the season, 31-6 to over Savannah State. Benedict, 2-0 and on the season, back-to-back. Weeks of shutouts, this time 34 to nothing over Edward Waters. So uh, Benedict now has outscored its opponents in two games, 86 to nothing on the season. In a bit of a shocker, and remember we talked about some D2s beating some FCS programs last week. That trend continues in a in a surprise, and I don't, I, yeah, I'm surprised. I don't know, you know, I mean, I'm, I'm surprised, especially that Alabama State got the victory over Southern last week. Miles upsets Alabama State 21-17 to in Montgomery. Alabama A&M getting its first victory of the season, 51-13 to over Lane. In the Southern Heritage Classic, Tennessee State defeated Arkansas Pine Bluff 24-14 to in that game, they had over 32,000 at that game. Over 32,000. Again, remember, this was the game perennially where Tennessee State and Jackson State uh, played. Jackson State pulled out. Arkansas Pine Bluff comes in. Close proximity to Memphis. And you get 32,000. I mean, I think that's over 32,000. I think, I mean, I think that's a good crowd. I mean, years past, I mean, you know, you've had 50. You know, fifty thousand there at the Southern Heritage Classic. Um, you know, I think I think thirty two is not bad. Uh, over thirty two there at in Memphis, Texas College loses to Central Arkansas seventy to two. As I mentioned before, Jackson State big victory over Southern twenty seven to fourteen. Again, look all the numbers. You know, Irv Mulligan over a hundred yards rushing. He played well. Um, the defense played really well as well, but now Jackson State is 2-1 and one on the season. Lincoln of Missouri falling to Missouri Western 68-14. to It was Arkansas Baptist falling 
to Louisiana Christian in conference play, 55 to 18. Prairie View A&M took one on the chin to Abilene Christian, 45 to 16. It was all corn falling to Stephen F. Austin, 38 to 10. Morgan State in a heartbreaker, okay, in a heartbreaker, fell to Akron, stepping up, okay, falling to Akron, 24 to 21. The Bears were trying to run the clock out, had the 21 to 17 lead, less than a minute remaining, trying to run the clock out. Morgan fumbles the football. Akron takes it back 13 yards for the touchdown with like 40 some seconds remaining. The Bears lose a heartbreaker. But if you're Morgan State, if you're Damon Wilson, that Bear program is going in the right direction Uh, The offense, I think, will come. The defense is absolutely spectacular. Watch for the Bears this season. Albany State falling to Valdosta State, 21-16. Tough loss for the Golden Rams. Allen all over Columbus State, 49-0. Catawba falling, or excuse me, Livingstone falling to Catawba, 55-15. Those schools, both of those schools right there, in Salisbury, North Carolina. Fayetteville State now 0-2 on the season, falling to Lenore Ryan, 24-10. In the Battle of the Bay, Norfolk State defeated Hampton, 31-23. Grambling, falling to LSU, 72-10. Close to 98,000 fans there in Baton Rouge. And think about that. You got two huge football games In Baton Rouge, Jackson State coming uh, to uh, Southern and then Grambling to LSU. Big weekend in Louisiana and specifically in Baton Rouge. North Carolina Central over North Carolina A&T 30-16. And Florida A&M fell to South Florida or USF 38-24. Jeremy Moose of the quarterback had three interceptions in the game. You got to figure it. And as a matter of fact, at one point, um, you know, the Rattlers had a bit of a lead. You got to figure if, if uh, Jeremy Musa could have maybe cut down on some of those turnovers, um, then, and I'm not saying they're all his fault. I'm just saying, or I should say maybe the Rattlers as a whole, then uh, perhaps that's a game that uh, may have been a little bit closer. Maybe a game that Florida A&M uh, could have won, but the Rattlers are really Really good. Isaiah Major in that game. Boy, he had three or he had 11 tackles, two sacks and three tackles for loss. Isaiah Major, boy, uh, linebacker. Uh, He is absolutely um, phenomenal and we'll continue to hear his name. Um, Later on today, depending upon what time you're watching this HBCU football daily podcast, Monday's a huge day. The HBCU coaches and media polls are released the players, the HBCU National Players of the Week are released as well. And there are quite a few players that uh, are up for the award for the HBCU National Player of the Week. So that you can see why we call it Manic Monday here on the HBCU Football Daily Podcast. Don't forget to tell a couple of friends about the HBCU Football Daily Podcast. You can watch on the Box to Row YouTube channel and you can download or listen at BoxToRow.com as well as iHeartMedia. 
Tuesday.com. Don't forget tomorrow, Takeaway Tuesday, I have my thoughts and takeaways from week two in HBCU football. Talk with you then.